Hey, you're listening to Charge Tech, a show about technology and how it's shaping the world around us. I'm your host, Owen Williams, and joining me today are your other hosts, Frederica Monti, Zach Grosser. Hello. What should we talk about this week? There's so many things, actually. There's so, there's so many things. There's a lot. I feel like there's not. Well, there's not a lot, but then it's like you look at the list from CES and you're like, Ugh. not a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like not a lot of a lot. Like, yeah, so or a that's lot a lot of, of not a lot. Yeah, that's the one. That's the yeah. one. So I've honestly not, like, I mean, I knew CES was going on, obviously, la la la, but I have not seen that much stuff from it. Nothing notable On this my year. timeline? No. There is not, like, a lot of exciting noises coming from that conference this year. I think um, Google News, I, I must have at some point searched for something CES because Google News thought that I wanted every article from CES. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. And I got a bunch of crap, but I, I thought it was kind of nice because I wanted to know what was going on without actively looking to see what happened I, I didn't care. So I've, I have maintained for like at least, I went to CES once, by the way, uh, as a reporter. It was the most hellscape thing I'll ever do. I'm still getting emails from that damn event. I can never unsubscribe from them. But even five years ago, I was saying like, it's, this was the most relevant event I ever went to. And this year, my Lord Almighty. For people who don't know, what CES Owen and why does it happen every year? Oh my God. I don't know why it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know the answer when I asked that question. <laughs> but but you, you said five years ago, you, you thought it was very relevant, right? Ir- irrelevant. Irrelevant. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was already dead back then when I went. Okay. 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 Um, anyway, so it's called, it's consumer electronics show. And it's basically like, I think for a long time, it was the place that things were announced. Like it was, if you were a technology company, you waited with your big shit to announce it there. Your is new it, TVs and shit. Like is it the internet of shit show now? Yeah, it's basically the internet of shit, like on slideshow. If you just go next, 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 it's just like connected rubbish. I like the toilet. Did you see the toilet? Show. Right, That's, that yeah. works. Did you see the toilet? That's. A... Did you see the ping pong table that played against okay. you? Yeah, but you know, there's you know there's a five thousand dollar Alexa toilet. That's stupid. No, but this is CES. This is like symbolic. Well, oh, uh, this is a good point. We talked about when we originally talked about vaporware on the podcast, like it used to be the term for CES. These are things that could be made. It's like a way for companies to show off that they have the ability or the IP to like make a new technology, but it's not necessarily like you're going to see this in the market. Yeah, 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 it's like those uh, those car things. Yeah, the concept car shows. Yeah, well, it's this is exactly basically showing how big your dick is and doing nothing. (laughs) It's the industry holding a mirror to itself, and it's not making anything for people. A lot of the stuff out of CES never ships. It's like, hey, here's this weird shit. Like Samsung this year showed off like folding screens and shit because that's like their new tech, which right. is fine. But we don't know if it works yet. There was this. There's this fridge that they showed at CS that like. Oh, uh, the Samsung Family Hub. Yes, it sends you a, a ping on your phone if you leave the door open, and someone just replied, "Couldn't it just close the door?" <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite thing about that fridge is you can watch a live stream of your food. <laughs> there's, a ca- there's a camera inside it only if i can time lapse the the to-go food like it's going like, bad in my fridge yeah, would yeah I want exactly that. but also just like uh i don't know if i want to see some of that footage eh? like uh, there's like that there's awkward like pantsless photos of you like looking in the fridge at night like it's just a crotch height it seems like it's a recipe maybe they're predicting like a instagram trend of like like high decor like fridges hashtag like, gr- grammed the butter 
It's like it's like, like a shelfie, but for your fridge. Yeah, oh. like a shelfie. I was gonna say, like when you do a coffee table photo shoot and you set up all the stuff. Oh, to look stop, nice. Zach. <laughs> Sam, don't don't make set like don't push Samsung because I swear to God they'll make Fridgegram a thing. Like well, they'll make a whole app for this, or they'll make a hashtag. A so trending, trending okay, hate hashtag. I will I will say this. Um, CES, as it stands now, is a pale version of what it used to be. I mean, CES was invented at a time when. Technology did not move as fast as it does, and you would announce your thing that gets released every four years at that thing. Like right. it was, it was not on a yearly cycle. And you know, back then, Intel used to be the big one, but also Apple has been to CES. All of these companies, it was like if you were anybody in the industry, you wait until CES. The reason it started dying is when the industry sped up. Who the fuck has something to announce after the holiday season? And right. also, isn't it like this thing? Is in like Los Angeles, right? No, um, Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Oh, I mean, Las Vegas. Like Party. it smells like steel beer. Yes. Um, I've never been there, but that's what I think of. Like, I've been too many times when to count. I think of it. But um, um, I think, and I hope this is true. We also, as a business, as a tech industry, kind of evolved from the "haha, let's get fucked up" at Las yeah. Vegas. Well. And, <laughs> I think it didn't, yeah, that's the that, that's probably, yeah. No, I, but th- I think that this is the last, like, piece, no, not the last, probably, but, like, it's one of the, like... It's something of a dinosaur. Yes. Um, and I, I think I it's would, kind of adorable that they keep trying. <laughs> I would also say that, like, there's an element here of the tech reporting industry yes. has changed a lot. This used to be, okay, you get all of the companies in a place, and then you send reporters there, and then they can do a bunch of stories from the same place. Yeah. yeah. And there weren't always dedicated tech beat reporters for all these different tech categories it was like a tech reporter for a news organization or just like san francisco bay chronicle would send one person exactly but but now apple just sends a bunch of iphones to influencers yes and and beyond that ces is something of a shit show for reporters because everybody goes to compete for whatever shit but the dirty secret is they all have it under embargo already an yeah. embargo is right. where you agree ahead of time to get the shit and review it uh, in secret. So I like I'm perplexed. Every year the Verge goes and they're like, look at the truck and like the thing and the everything that they've written is written weeks in advance. Right. Like there, there was a slew of Google News which we can talk about in a minute, but like all of it was weeks ago. Like all the photos are from before CES, yeah. and you're like, what? That was the other part. Is I don't. It's not just the tech. It's not just the journalists that that industry is involved. It's also like PR from these tech companies has also moved far too. So there's it's a lot of relationship building like traditional PR. Yeah. The, so I don't know the whole the whole industry has matured, and so I think this is a result of it. Well, like, everybody outgrew CES. It used to be like that Apple needed CES. Apple just invites reporters to the Steve Jobs auditorium. <laughs> but the thing is, okay, so uh, the part where I can see that CES could be still relevant is the part that they have like let us down this year like really badly actually um because what i think it could be like because like okay so it's been a thing and it's mm. not really relevant anymore mm-hmm. but they could have all evolved into something that's still relevant well, or become stuff relevant again <laughs> yeah right they have this platform people know what it is mm-hmm. use that to like show underrepresented yep. um younger or like new people in tech that have yep. like cool ideas that are not like a helicopter, but like with drone kind of or wins. Samsung, but <laughs> or on Samsung, the same stage but in here. Yeah. Um, so they also do awards every year, right? Yes. And uh, they gave one 
Robotics Innovation Award to this really cool company that makes um, sex toys for women and gender non-conforming individuals. And then they took it back. Yeah. How can you take back an award? They did. I think... Okay. I think it's... But why? More disturbing, too, because of, like, how many weird VR sex things have existed at CS for years for men. Yeah. And how, like... I, don't, I think we shared it a couple episodes ago, the, like, really weird video of, like, the dude having VR sex on the convention floor at CES. People were walking around this guy. Yeah. Well, he was, like, dry humping this plastic, like, body part. Good lord. With a VR headset on. Yes. Like, no fucking shame. The thing is, this company, they made this very innovative, um, basically, sex robot together with um, a, a big university and like they put a lot of effort and work into it like they worked with like a really good sex positive team so for some reason it's it's fine to dry hump a plastic body part which is extremely sex well, negative in a way uh, yeah and then um, just silence these people and, and they don't yeah. it, it's not even clear why they just took it back. It's almost like they got told by somebody else to remove it or like... Yeah, so yeah, from like a technology... Yeah, like the guy who runs CES. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I think so. They don't really say... CES... So the thing is, CES apparently keeps changing the story for why they yeah. took away... They're really bad at PR, these people, by the way. It's amazing well, how poorly run CES, CES actually is as a conference. Well, and here's the joke, right? Like... And it's always been told as a joke is like that CES happens at the same time as the Adult Entertainment Expo does, in yes. Las Vegas, and so that they're both conferences for the same people. The joke is that it's all it's like the same building dudes that go and then like party at the Adult Entertainment Expo, and as soon as there's some tech that's not geared toward them, it's like no, nah, they can't win the award. Yeah, we so, gotta take wow. it back. So the article says, it's also important to note that a literal sex doll for men launched on the floor at CES in 2018 and a VR company exhibits there every year, allowing men to watch pornography in the public as consumers walk by. Oh, it's so weird. And the reason, the reason they told, the first reason they told them why they took away the, the award is um, because it was immoral Obscene, indecent, profane, and not keeping... It's bad to Not in keeping with the CTA's image. Oh, my so God. So they just want a wholesome a wholesome image where people do not jack off. Where men, men can. Oh, yeah. Not sorry. Women. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> God, Sex toys for men, cool. Sex toys for women, profane. Yeah, that's... Yeah. How, how non-wholesome of you. <laughs> oh, my God. But this is, this is, I guess, what the problem... So uh, I... Many years ago, when I first moved to Amsterdam, hosted a debate between the guy who is CEO of CES, which I still struggle to, struggle well, to, say. to say. Um, his name's Gary something, and then another guy, um, Andrew Keane, who is a very infamous like skeptic. He's skeptical of everything, um, and I really remember how remarkable it was that like this guy who was at CES could basically explain away anything that's bad like he was just like yeah but technology is good by default like everything is good by default like they can't understand or begin to hold the conversation that like maybe some shit's bad or like maybe sex toys are tech or whatever like i don't think that they they're very stuck in that and i think that's a reason that the conference should go away i mean yeah i mean let's talk about what news is memorable out of this thing maybe for a minute this year i think 
the I mean the news that I keep reading from tech reporters that go every year and half for twenty five years is that it was dead this year. Mm. Yeah, well, it's more dead than previously. So I, you know, okay. we can call it early, but like CS is on its way out. Well, thank God. I think it's on its way out, but the big companies have realized that's a good time to use it again. So like Google has right. one of the biggest presences of all time. They didn't attend for ten years until last year. No, but Google, they didn't have a lot of hardware. Yeah, Google yeah. didn't make shit for uh, yeah, the last Yeah, and now they years. do. So um, that makes sense. Like, why would you go to a conference just to be present? With if anything, <laughs> yeah. the CES has become the, you're right, the shit internet of shit show because it is largely connected devices. Yeah. And all of them with questionable levels of purpose. Um, the, I mean, the coolest thing I saw this year was um, Google made a whole bunch of announcements, but they have these e-ink displays they're going to sell that you can like. Oh yeah, you're very, you're very into that. They I'm did. So, I think they, it's so cool. I do want to emphasize they're they're going to sell. They haven't actually started making these. Yeah, it no, was like prototypes. A, a prototype. Just they yeah. like this is possible with our technology. No, so they can said it's tell me possible, why... and they're planning to make a variant of it. Can mm. you please tell me why you're so into these th- e-ink rules? Like, if you own a Kindle, I think you, that's the um, yeah. Okay, you don't most... have to, you don't have to tell me why e-ink is cool, but yeah. why would this particular like screen that you could magnet on shit yeah so the reason i'm excited about it is it's another way to use my phone less in the home i already try and like leave it on a dock and stuff and i think it's cool if your home can give you information without it being a screen like there's no backlight there's no like i like the idea of it being ambient shit so show me my calendar without having a glowing display this is also not a rational thought, but it is mm. a thought I have, is it seems less like something that listens to you. It's very unintrusive. Like my Kindle, I don't have a Kindle, but like Kindles don't have microphones and cameras yeah. that I know about. Uh, of. Yeah, no, the Kindle is inherently dumb, and I think it's a really good play from the p- point of like, hey, let's bring this something into people's homes that isn't inherently creepy by default. You can magnet it around. Um, Maybe this is very negative of me, but you could also just get a paper calendar. Yeah, I could, but it's just not. I think it's... <laughs> but that's like everything in the technology industry is you could just write somebody mail instead of Facebooking them, but we don't. And I think... No, but like if if your concern is that it can listen in on you and like la la la. That's not my concern. My concern is I want to look at phones less. Yeah, okay. You know, like I, I like the idea of having... I like what Google Home Hub did this year for example because it's like a tiny screen thing and it shows you a day and the weather and stuff but yeah. it's still a screen I, I think the term like smart home is thrown around a little too much so yeah. let me say like it's not there, smart at all right there's now. been like this slow yeah that's true it's not there's been like this slow creep to what i'll call the home of the future oh every you know? yeah oh yeah and it was like a sci-fi envisioned thing for the longest time but i i think we're finally starting to get like okay there's actually some tech in every room and that some the of house it's is like Owens. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I don't. But, like, it's happening more and more. Well, yeah, Philips Hue is a good example. I think if you're going to buy a light bulb, you probably consider it. Right. Or, or, or doing, like, the IKEA version of it. Yeah, it's yeah. cheaper. Yeah, oh my I, God, I think so the technology is getting cheaper and more accessible and more products are coming with it for better and worse, which we talk yes. about a lot on here of, like, the bad side. Yeah. But, yeah, this is, like, an inevitable... Like, okay, here's, like, another option from Google. They're going to keep showing us different options until, like, there's something for everybody. I like that it's an analog option. Like, I like that we're going back towards the skeuomorphic shit. Like, somebody, there was, like, a Google partner that was trying to hawk, like, light switches that are actually a screen. And I'm like, yo, I don't want it. Like, I want less screens glowing around my house or, like, little LED lights and shit. I kind of want... I kind of want smart lights in my house, actually. Oh, they're so good. I love them. But I, so should, now should I? I'm all bought in on the Hue, and I yeah. wish I hadn't been. Yeah. If I were starting today, Traffic. I'd get the Ikea. It's yeah. so much cheaper. Like, it's so cheap. But do you still need, like, the U-Bridge? 
Yeah. Oh, no, well, if Trump Free has its own. Yeah, if you start with IKEA, you yeah. don't need if it. If you're listening to this, that is definitely my advice as well. I bought a lot of those light bulbs, and Zach has too. I regret it because they cost too much when you start adding more later. Yeah, I want to add, like, another room, and you're like, eh. You get a bedside lamp, and you're like, oh, oh you know, I'll go and buy a fucking huge well, I bought the white one, put which it, only yeah. does white, and it it's just 39 euros. Right. <laughs> yeah, and, like, the color ones are 59 right now. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say, Frederick, you should, I, like, they, check out the Ikea shit. The, I've had two Ikea ones die, and so yeah. that's the difference. Because oh. I bought, I, part, partway through, I switched to Trophy because they're compatible. That's the cool thing, is you can start with one and just start buying the other one. Um, but the Ikea ones seem just cheaper. But that's fine. Because they're not that can, much cheaper, actually. They should be, I think, like, the white, white ones are, like, uh, 18. Yeah, so it's $10 a bowl. It adds up. They also have cool accessories, like the little yeah. cute yellow button. Oh my god, it's so cool. Okay, so let me just do real quick my, the coolest things I saw from CES, because the list is short. Yeah. Uh, and I think we all talked about this. Samsung released a flat monitor. Like, uh, Holy shit. Uh, they're all flat, but like, uh, <laughs> well, I guess the curved ones aren't. Yeah, yeah. But it just like, it f- goes flush against your wall. Yeah, it folds against the wall. And flat. comes with like a clamp for And the table. cables are integrated into that thing. Yeah, I mean like... Everyone bought an iMac or I an Apple a, display. I had a mounted screen years and like, ago. It doesn't go flat. Yeah, but like everybody bought an Apple display years ago because it looks nice. Yeah, it, I mean, like people will argue the colors are better and on some of them there, but really, people just want things that are designed well. Yeah, and I don't know why it's taken so long for us to get here. That's but why I bought hey, the frame? Samsung has nice shit. Okay, I actually just cool. realized you're probably going to say it next. Apple at CES was the biggest news, and they're not even there. That, they did a good job. That was so, pretty smart. <laughs> Apple doesn't attend, but Apple, the biggest news this year is iTunes is fucking everywhere, uh, which sounds gross, but then you realize it's like uh, when Microsoft was saying that Internet Explorer was becoming Edge. Like, all it is is actually just the movies and TVs thing. So, But no, it's really fascinating because they basically announced like iTunes is coming to LG TVs, Samsung TVs, Sony TVs, and one other, uh, Vizio. Oh, so now we really don't need a, uh, what's yeah. it called? Uh, Apple, Apple TV. TV. And AirPlay is coming to all of them as well. Oh. I literally have questions about whether or not Apple TV continues to exist now. I like, th- why? I think, I think it does, but it's just an... It's going to get less updates, Yeah, I think. it's going to get... Well, it, they it's eat their own categories. Been, yeah, it, yeah. it always been kind of like this nerd corner of but people that... This is a confession, I think, that to reach people, they had to go outside of their base. I think for a long time, they were like, our movie service, people will come to us. And then they realize that, like, people are using the fucking software on their TV. I use it. It's good. Like, yeah. I, I just push the home button. It's there. Yeah. I, I, I have an Apple TV, and that's my primary set-top yeah. box. But, yeah, I think there's two things happening here. Apple's going to make a play for more in-house production. They signed that billion-dollar deal with Oprah. They yeah, keep signing deals with people. They've got, like, 80 TV shows now. Yeah, so I The next I think, David Attenborough thing is a uh, Oh, really? Show. Yep. Okay, so it's coming, right? More content from Apple is coming. They want to be the Christian Netflix or whatever we want to call it. Like, <laughs> there will be no sex. No swears at all. In every movie, it'll be like when you go on a plane and it says, like, this has been edited for children yeah. in case there's, like, a sex scene on the plane and then they leave it in there somehow. Well, the idea, <laughs> there's no swearing, though. Yeah. The idea of someone, like... In a plane, no. Oh, please. I know, I know. It's so weird. But, um... Uh, oh, so, real quick. So, uh, that's happening. Apple's doing that. The AirPlay thing was most surprising. And I think they're going to drop the ball on this, because they always inevitably do. And they'll try and make one differentiating feature on the Apple TV so that you they still sell units, because they're a hardware company. Oh, it's going to be bad, isn't and, it? And so you're going to be like, yeah, well, I've got iTunes on my Samsung TV, 
but it doesn't have that one thing I want. The screen save is probably. Siri. Yeah. <laughs> Crossy Road. Oh, oh my yes. god. The Apple TV is a shame, man. No, I, I wish I had a reason to buy one. I genuinely do, but it, no, uh, it was just another box. But And also the, like the remote control is fucking shitty. Yeah, the Samsung the one is actually pretty good. I hate that remote control. So, okay, so I recently went... I, I used to have a Google Chrome thing Chromecast. and also um, an Apple TV in mm. my house, but I don't have those anymore. Um, and I bought a new Samsung TV. And actually, all the smart TV options on there are more than enough. I yeah. mean, it has Netflix, it has the Dutch television thing, it has YouTube and Plex. Mm-hmm. What else do I need? Yeah. Like, much. I literally don't need anything Samsung else. did a good job, though, with its OS as well. Like, it's a rare... It's actually really nice. Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> it works. It's semi-fast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is like the measure of TVs. It's like semi-fast. <laughs> for a TV, it is really fast. I know, that, but that's but how for, low the bar is. Yeah, TVs the are low. terrible. Oh, it's fascinating. But like, I literally wouldn't know like for what reason I would buy a Chromecast, for instance. Yeah, so the big no reason. reason for me is I started paying for movies quite recently. Like it was a new thing. Um, and I used to if i'm honest like obtain it off the internet a lot um and it just became easier to get i really wanted to get 4k content like high resolution shit yeah so and the i felt bad thing... and that makes it easier yes like at some point it was easier to pay five dollars than go and download a torrent yeah and well, iTunes that's has what the, I do as well, yeah but... itunes has the best selection but until recently it wasn't available anywhere so i didn't even consider yeah, it Yeah, but the thing is to me it feels fucked up that i have to like pay money to buy a chromecast so i can pay money for movies yeah, it was the same with the Apple TV for a long time as yeah. well. It was like, why do I have to do this? But that's the nice th- Until now, Apple was the only one that didn't go cross-platform. Google Play Movies is on the Samsung TV. It's on the thing. And Apple oh, yeah, was, you had to go and buy, you. <laughs> here's your two options. Apple uh, TV. Or plug your MacBook in and rent it through iTunes, the actual app, which or, I only just realized was an option. Or buy a dongle and plug in your iPad or iPhone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, but that's you're right. That like to, um, it is weird. I haven't been in the situation yet where I was like, I really want to buy or slash rent. Yeah, it's only new for me. So yeah, I don't know. But I realized when it was suddenly four dollars and right there that I would be more willing to watch movies, mostly because, like, torrenting used to be an easy thing that everybody did, and now the it's not quality easy. it's just a lot harder now. And I yeah. think it's a lot easier to pay, and it's the same place that the music industry got to. But I like to pay for the, the yeah, stuff that I like as well, so I don't really mind. But it used to be the easy option. And it was now, literally easier to torrent. Yes, <laughs> yeah, but that's not true anymore. Um, Though I do kind of hate that we're now like some shows or things are really hard to find on the oh, yeah. on on like any HBO, like paid service on iTunes. Like some companies make it so hard for me to. Just pay. Yeah, yeah I want to give you money. Please let me give you money. It's so weird. Like I tried to watch something on a website, and I won't mention the service because I don't want to. They're not good. So, <laughs> but I wanted to watch something, and it was like you're in the wrong country. I'm like, I, there's no wrong country. I'm just not in the country that you're. Send, the- send me to the correct website <laughs> for the country. Like, come on, people. No, they're like you can only watch this show in America. And oh, I'm like, all right, God. VPN. It's like you're using this a VPN. Actually- you're like, I am because I'm gonna <laughs> watch your show. This is a reason that I really. Um, so the company that's ahead here, and I bought one a while ago, I got enthusiastic about it, was the Roku, actually. I had only thought it was a US thing, but the Roku is far ahead of the others in that you can search in it, and it shows you every service that exists, the price of the movie, the quality is available, and um, it just launches you straight to it. 
there's there's like a kind of feature with Siri on the Apple yeah, TV you have to that talk does to it that, though, right? Yeah, you're like, I want to watch Indiana Jones, and it's like, here's all the services that yeah. have it, and it's kind of nice. But yeah. yeah, the Roku one's way nicer. It's it's cool. Well, because you can also follow TV shows and stuff on it. It's really good. But look, I think that's a space to watch, especially given what we talked about last week. It's a big move that Apple suddenly opens the doors after it has a bad quarter. Like all I, I'm gonna say. I will also say, well, I have an Android phone. It's got uh, Apple Music is on there because what happened is they bought Beats and Beats had a big install base on Android because they had a a streaming service. Mm -hmm. And um, so Apple Music's like, okay. But I don't think the app's been updated since the iOS 10 redesign of Apple Music. I don't think that they have an Android And so that's the other thing I'm worried about here is like, okay, great. iTunes coming to the Samsung TV. When's the next time it will see an update? Yeah, because I've almost guarantee that apple did not build that but somebody at samsung did because of some deal right like this is how it goes is microsoft basically when they wanted to make the windows app store a thing went to like all the biggest companies and they were like we will build the app for you and pay you for the privilege and then it's yours that's why windows has native twitter app and nobody else does (laughs) like it's inexplicable but it worked yeah um the one other thing i want to talk about from cs real quick just because it's super exciting for my weird niche that i have on this podcast okay there's a company called Bridge with a Y instead Ooh, of an yes. I. They make like keyboards for like iPads and tablets. Oh, okay. They released a desktop keyboard and trackpad for Chrome <laughs> this OS. This is the most Zach news ever. <laughs> for Chrome OS. No, no, no that, that's okay. cool though because nobody does that. Nobody. Does, first off, Apple makes like a really nice glass trackpad. It's. I mean, like, it's, the only good one. it's probably not good for your wrist, but like, it's yeah. the Terrible nicest for one. Your wrist. Microsoft doesn't make a trackpad. I'm looking forward to like Chrome, ten Google years from now, where yeah. like uh, uh, Apple is actually responsible for like a generation worth of RSI or <laughs> OS, OOS or whatever it's called. These hey, do days. you still use the vertical mouse? Yeah, I use it every day. Okay, I do you like it. it? Yeah, it's really which, good. Which brand is this? That's uh, the there's a so the Logic. for those listening, if you're wondering, I uh, if like any of us, you got. You use a computer a lot and you get a little bit of occupational overuse syndrome. I know what this is. Oh. Um, the acronym. Uh, I get a little bit sore on my wrists like it's early. Um, they just announced last year, Logitech did. Logitech just announced last year a sideways mouse. Like, I, I don't know, like... It's yeah. a vertical mouse, Yeah, basically. the MX vertical. And you literally hold it like you look like, like you're a, a crab. Like a <laughs> crab cute. claw. Yeah. It's so good. Lobster, I, I want to. I want to get a second one. Lobster claw. Yeah, because I, I had like a wrist pad claws. thing. Like no, I, crabs I have use these it. once, by the way, and they Pinses. move sideways. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> did not total, total segue. But no, yeah. Sorry. Back did to you? the. <laughs> okay, so Bridge made a Chrome OS keyboard. So why does it need to be a Chrome OS? Keyboard? I mean, I don't what think it, it do? needs to, but it's got the same keyboard layout as oh, a okay. Chrome OS computer, including the assistant key. Yeah, because there's a search, the search button. button. Okay. And the same function row and the trackpad that. So has all the gestures because if you plug oh. an Apple trackpad, which I've tried, into any other computer that's not an Apple computer, it doesn't support half the shit. You can't like pinch to zoom on oh, it. Oh yeah, you can't use gestures. To, you can't use two Apple fingers to scroll. That's the only thing I really, really miss about using Apple mouse or trackpads. The gestures are awesome. The gestures. Yes. Are cool. I used one through RSI for years because I thought I loved the gestures, and then I bought an MX Master and just assigned them to buttons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like when when you first. Do make the cross to like another mouse. You kind of feel like you're like missing. Oh yeah, shit. it feels ridiculous. Yeah, it's just funny that the uh, the magic mouse has persisted for so long, given yeah. how bad it is. 
Well, so, I know people that love it. I know, yeah, that's what I'm saying there, but yeah. those people will not even be able to use any mouse in 10 years. <laughs> so what I want to say real quick about the... So Chrome OS, this is awesome that it's getting more attention from third parties. Mm. I kind of want to buy this even though I don't need it just because I want to show them with my it's money. It's a match for the Pixel Slate, like, right? It's like exactly. supposedly released for that. So Bridge released a case at the same time for the Pixel Slate instead of the Google keyboard case. You could oh. buy this company's bridges. Um, so they used the state, literally the same keys, the same layout. They just made it desktop sized cool. and had a separate trackpad. Nice. Um, so this is good news, I think, for the ecosystem. I also think, believe it or not, Google Chrome OS computers used to come in desktop. No, size. yeah, I remember if that. You, go, you could get little pucks. No, not no, those are the that's the that's like a Chrome tops. That's yeah, like a <laughs> I don't know how to describe that. They make little like it looks like a USB key. Oh, but no, it's I'm a, talking about it's like a Mac Mini style thing. Yeah, but what I'm talking about is literal desktop, like an iMac. Oh, like the screen with that. the computer wow. in it. Well, the third parties did it, but yeah. Chrome computers wow, used to all cool. be third parties. Um, so I'm waiting for like the Pixel desktop Chrome computer. And this might be a sign that we might get more of that. I think Chrome OS is bigger than anybody gives it credit for, particularly because of schools. I really, I really think that... It's going to be one of those things that arrives with a bang and everybody's suddenly using it because it just it's was. It's so good. And also, it's so good. I saw something. I wanted to quickly touch on the Pixel thing, the Pixel Slate, which got canned in the reviews. Um, did you see that? Like, Google was like, whoops, we made a bad. Oh, did the they? The performance is actually really good. Yeah, so it turned out they fucked up the launch operating system on it. That no it way. overdrew the icons like 20 times on top of each other. <laughs> so the whole thing felt laggy when Classic. it was actually just a fuck up, which is the most... Google thing. I've so, are you saying heard. that it does perform good? Apparently, if you don't buy the well, shitty, grammar, the shitty yeah. base model, it actually is awesome. Oh well, I mean, my Pixelbook is still incredible. I was kind of hoping for a yeah, Pixelbook two at happen. CES, but it might happen later this year. So, is there anything else from? Oh, there is always TV oh, yeah. news. Other than that, like I um, thought we did. TV we news. talked about. Oh, you we've mean talked just a lot like about the Serif and like the frame and stuff, and those got updates this year, which everybody was surprised by. I thought. Just to be clear, Zach and I both have the Serif TV. And, and Owen, Owen has the friends. Yeah, friend friend. <laughs> oh, that's why I'm talking about him. Yeah, yeah. This is like, funny because I would never buy a Samsung phone. No, I would never but, buy the phone, but the but TVs we are all have Samsung TVs. Yo, I was even, I hated the Samsung Serif TV so much. I was like, fuck. Yeah, I literally think you've said that on the show. Yeah, like it's so faffy. Like designers need a fucking TV that looks like a letter, like fuck off. But it's so nice. <laughs> Well, if anything, the biggest surprise is it's not discontinued. No, well, they discontinued it, but and they're bringing it back. Brought it back again. It's yeah, so weird. It's definitely a licensing thing. Yeah, it must because be. they work with this uh, furniture designer uh, from London, I think. Oh, um, I think they're from. France. But that's it oh, from, from CES, France. right? You're right. Is that um, it? Huh? From CES, that was it, right? Like. No, I, I read than... an article about this on Samsung website. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so it was weeks ago that I read it. Uh, you sent it to me, I think. Or oh, I sent yeah, it no, to I you. Think, I don't know. I think so. um, anyway, um, what were you going to say about Samsung TVs? Oh, no, just that, like, they all always hawk the latest thing. Like, that's yeah. funny because the TV news is just like, LG has another large TV. Samsung has more large TVs. They're, I well, hate this year large it's like TVs, 8K. to be honest. I like anything uh, until 50 inch, and then it's too big. No, but, like, m- most... Th- th- that's... That's actually this is actually why I got the Serif TV because it is a standalone furniture piece that also is a TV, but it also looks good from the back and it also looks good when it's off. And um, that's why I bought the frame because it goes flat on the wall. 
Yeah, well, that's really not. I just don't have a wall to put it yeah, on. Yeah. So this is why I decided to go with this. So I think thing. That it's not more standalone, like high TVs. Like you could. I think LG is actually making a few now. There is a beautiful Philips television oh. that you that you can like lean onto the wall. It's really beautiful. Uh, there are a lot of really nice Philips. So oh, this it's bizarre though because like I think we talked about this a little bit. Apple dominated for such a long time because it was just nice looking hardware, mm. and it's like how did it take so long for other companies to be like maybe we should do that? Yeah. What I I'm mean, saying is like Samsung's playing the game. Most like, TVs yeah. look trash. Yeah, oh yeah, they all look like hello, I am a TV. Yeah, very By plastic. The way, Sony, yeah. every Sony TV is like hello, I am a TV. Like, and I, w- I just want to go back to that Samsung monitor that yeah. goes flat against oh, the wall. Man, it's like, so if beautiful. We we'll put redoing, it in the show notes for sure. Yeah, it's really beautiful. I think it's going to cost two thousand dollars. It'll be too expensive. I will pay for it. <laughs> yeah, I just like if I was redoing my office right now, I would get a cro- this Chrome OS keyboard from Bridge, that Samsung monitor, and stick a Chromebox under my desk. Oh, and just. I, that's, I would do that, and it would be beautiful. Nice. And, and then you could make a shelfie and then put it on Instagram. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's enough of that. Okay, so that's CES. We it's, did a lot of CES. Wait. It's just like yeah. okay. stuff. It's like Duff things. But you know what's weird show. is it felt like it's been going for five days. It basically only started on Tuesday. It's yeah, like day three there might be CES. stuff we don't know yet that yeah. has Wait, come this- out. It takes three days? It's four days long. Four days? Big <gasps> Plus the two pre-days. Plus Adult Entertainment Expo. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they got to attend both. No, I, I, I'd say, like, uh, for more coverage, like, like Neelai Patel and some of the... the I mean, more the only good stuff, yeah. The veterans in the tech journalism Yeah, I love arena. them because they're all making fun of it. Yeah, I think w- looking at some of their Twitter feeds, we could put some in the show notes, it's, like, probably best because they're going to have the take of, like, this show has changed a lot because I've been doing it for 25 years. Exactly. It's just, uh, I don't know. Anyway, let's move on to the other one big thing this week. It's that weird end of the year where there's just like one or two things, and I love it. Yeah. Um, Okay, so this has been a long-known fact, but in the US, you basically like are tracked by your carrier everywhere you go. Right? Yeah, Everybody... watch any cop drama show. Yeah, and yeah, like, like triangulating their cell phone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like this is how it works there, and it yeah, actually works. Just, just use the yeah. Okay. Anyway, so there's this whole sequence. It's real. Your carrier has your data. Like it's normal, except in the US, they sell it to other people. And like we've known this fact for a while too. What we didn't know until this week is how easy it is to buy that and actually buy access to real time location from some specific That's person's phone. Scary. Um, and so what actually came out is Motherboard, which does some great report, like original security reporting um, quite often. They paid a bounty hunter $300 and they gave the bounty hunter a phone number and nothing more and said, can you get the location of this number? And they came back within 24 hours with a within 50 meters. Uh, it was like a screenshot of Google Maps uh, with a location pin. And they basically said, yeah, and if you want real time updates, it'll just be $12 more. It was like twelve ninety five. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's insane. It's a fascinating re- like revelation about like the carriers behind the scenes just like knifing their customers in the back. Like it's terrible. Let's be specific too. It's like Verizon, AT and T, T Mobile, T Mobile. Was it Sprint also? Yeah, I think Sprint is also. I, someone's buying Sprint, I think. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I mean, I, I I don't have anything nice to say about these companies, but like AT and T in particular, I, I think, man. My, Look, da- my dad's going to tell me I did this wrong, but 
I think in the early 90s, maybe, the U.S. government gave them, like, a shit ton of money to, like, build out oh, the yes. internet infrastructure yes. of the United States, and they just, like, kept the money. I think they do what they didn't. always do, <laughs> is they, like, roll it out in one suburb, and they're like, it's done. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, but we can do internet over the phone lines, so yeah. why do we need to This is what happens in, in most this? countries where the <laughs> government didn't lay the cables, actually. Yeah, so uh, this company sucks, and they've always done shit like this, but... I mean, so what? It, what's the saying? Disappointed but not surprised. Yeah, but that's that's what's so <laughs> upsetting about the story is like I almost had no reaction to it because I was like, oh well, oh, I that figured take, that was yeah. happening. Um, but what I actually was realized after thinking about it for a little while was like, all these tech companies are like, you can just turn off your location services. But what they don't tell you is, no, you can't. That's bullshit. You ever tried to use Google Maps just with location off, off? Yeah, like come on. You that's, know what? My gut reaction to the story was like, oh, I or I put it on the Kickstarter of the light phone, but it's still a phone that's on. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so this this trick even works if you have a Nokia, a like quote a, unquote dumb phone. Yeah. yeah. Yes. To be clear, though, if oh my god, you were going down market and you didn't have GPS. This is the thing: is those phones are sending GPS back to them as well as the triangulation. Like, it's yeah, because the triangulation location. is not really that's it's not really kind of that useless precise. a lot of the time. Like. Yeah, they, no, well, it's not used. Yeah, well, okay. they use it like to kind of get an idea of where someone could be, yep. and if you as which is police a force thing. something maybe um, cross that with like when someone's but paying somewhere. But you can't deduce if you're at a coffee place specifically. No. Yes, and that's why, at least with a dumb phone, you could get away with like not being monitored. As soon as you flick on location services on an iPhone or Android, it's like surprise. Here's all my data. Yeah, the thing is. If uh, data is available, it's also available to misuse. Yeah, it's just fascinating in the in mind with like that other story that came out from the New York Times that we talked about before, where like they found that you could basically relate any information that was anonymous back to any person, and you know, like Google faced that Congress thing late last year, where uh, they were like, okay, so. Tell us exactly what you do when we turn on or off location services. Where do you put it and stuff? And like he was like, yeah, but you can just turn it off at any time. <laughs> and you're like, no, you can't. Like, yeah, and I'm I can guarantee that Verizon, AT and T, T Mobile, and whoever are selling data to Facebook. I was going to say Facebook's Google. buying that shit. Yeah, no, no question. Like, there's no way that their algorithms are that good without it. So. No, but like I remember last year, people found out that if you download the, the package thing from Facebook, mm. that there is also all your calls. Yeah, yeah, because they were secretly there. stealing uh, the Android call log and shit. Yeah, well, so they couldn't do that here in Europe, but yes. they could do that in the US. Yeah, no yeah. Problem. Well, it's the thing is like regulation is sometimes good. It's creepy as fuck. That's the thing. So in the in the European Union, the carriers aren't allowed to uh, retain location information for more than four weeks. There is and they're not no, allowed to sell it. There's no logical reason for Facebook to know who you're calling. Except for they monetize that. <laughs> yes, but like there's yeah. for them as a company and for me as an individual it doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. It's it was only just to grow their own network at the at the beginning and it was just awful. And so I think this year will be I think you know, we talked about the privacy debate a lot last year. I think this year it's gonna be coming down to like what does that location switch actually mean? Like I'm now at the point. Somebody tweeted. I, I'm really like wound, wound, winded up, <laughs> winded up, wound up, wound up about this because Tim Cook is being like going on and fucking privacy is a human right, and I'm like, okay, so ban the Facebook SDK because it's in every app. 
Yeah. He's not wrong, though. He is. He is correct. Well, if, if but if he's going to say that, he should say privacy is a human right when it's good for our business model. <laughs> like, yeah, but the, but there's so many. Like, I mean, there's so many powers pulling on the same thing. If if Apple was to revoke, I think we talked about this before. If Apple was to revoke the SDK for Facebook, that has really big implications on people's lives as well. Like, and are they like? I mean, it's 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 just like a capitalist argument though that we make here. It's like at some point it's going to hurt people in a certain way but we can't measure it and also like the surveillance is there like it's very easy to say that but when how, your business model supports it how can we say one week that um apple shouldn't like block uh, porn and then say they should block facebook well i actually think that there's still a good argument here because facebook is doing stuff that you don't know about Right, like it's yeah, but is a uh, uh, yeah? I don't know. I but think, yeah, you're I right. Think it's Facebook, like should Apple be the censor? I would rather see Apple put pressure on Facebook to fix their shit. No, than... it makes Apple money though. So. I I get <laughs> it, but like if they truly think yeah. um, privacy is you know so important, they would release iMessage on Android. <laughs> I think I think there's also here like okay, so let's say Apple wanted to put pressure on Facebook. Facebook would be like, all right, we're just not in the App Store anymore. We're pulling yeah. Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah. And just like, well, you know, meh. well, they there you go. Yeah. Well, you, now we're going to teach everybody to add websites to their home screen. Like all tied you've to been trying other. to do. And yeah. so that's, that's the thing. But yeah, I do and think Facebook are arguably as as much power as Apple, if not more yeah. in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could probably convince everybody to go and buy some like specific phone if they wanted to, if it got yeah, blocked. Facebook's like, like but get this was, Huawei phone. Yeah. <laughs> that was what you were saying, right? Like if Apple cared so much, they should like block Facebook. Mm. Yeah, right? they could. Well, well, no, I wasn't saying block Facebook outright. I was saying block the Facebook SDK from being used in other apps so that yeah, they can't okay. be tracked. Yeah, 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 okay. Like, it's it's one way to say, like, oh, yeah, we, we're all about privacy. We do ad blocking tracking, but not admit that their framework allows tracking in other apps. Yeah. Like, because yeah, it's invisible. That's, that's, that's not This good. week, a study came out that um, 60% of apps send data to Facebook as soon as you open it without your permission, regardless of if you're signed in or not. Yeah. And that's, like, crazy. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Wait, we went uh, yeah. back on Facebook. Can we go to the cell, the cell phone thing, yeah. tracking again? What's your advice to Americans? Like, <laughs> write to their congressperson. I don't know. What... I think that's all you can do. I really, I really do. I mean, the other thing that the only layer of protection you actually have is a VPN as well, but that doesn't help you in many ways. No, but they could still try. It helps your disconnect phone. your identity a yeah. little bit. Um, what Google actually started doing on the Fi uh, network that they have is they have a VPN over carrier networks now so that the carrier can't see your data or what websites you're accessing. Oh, I thought it was just public Wi-Fi. It's permanent now. Oh, cool. Um, enhanced on mobile my... protection, um, oh. which is really cool. And I think that is one thing to consider, but it doesn't help. Like You actually should write to your congressperson and say, hey, it's not cool that they're doing this. I think that's yeah. all, it's terrible. Yeah, if you're in America, you like join in the fight against like money and politics because like these companies have huge power if you, if in the you, government uh, disturbed by these ads and you're like oh i wonder why like my I th- it feels like facebook is monitoring my microphone here is why those ads are so precise like those ads are precise because they know where you go they know who you met they know all the people in your neighborhood like they don't <sighs> need your microphone <laughs> Right. They this is just another thing. Everywhere that, yeah, you go. Fuck it. They know everything. They know if you're on the toilet, basically. Like, because it's pre- that precise. Like, it's your GPS. Oh, God. So don't buy the Facebook portal. <laughs> <Yeah>. John. <laughs> 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 He's 
there's two of them. We should get him on the show and like ask well, him about this. So okay, here's a list of practical stuff, right? Like VPN's great. Put your phone in airplane mode. Yeah, I, I spend agree. more time without your phone being like on your need person. to be on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this there's a level of tinfoil that you must come to accept, yeah, and everybody hard. should decide it on their own. Um, I have my own levels of it, and there's certain companies I trust over other companies, and that's the same for other people. Why is VPN not the default? Um, well, a lot of the impact of VPN is like speed. It's kind of annoying. Well, there was that VPN that Facebook bought that they yeah, just used VPNs to track data. Actually, yeah, I know, I know, are I know. only as good but as like, the why trust. Is it, why isn't this thing like um, uh, regulated at the source? Like, why do we yeah. have to protect ourselves? It's it's a good question. I mean, it's protecting yourselves is always a good idea. It's because there's different this um, colliding business interests. Like your ISP, yes, they're in, they're incentivized to put you online. But they're also incentivized to make money from the things you do online, right? Yeah. So, but if there would be a, a ISP that would uh, give me a VPN, I would definitely switch that immediately. Interesting. There are a the, few here that have no logs, actually, the, which is interesting. The problem in the United States is a lot of the the ISPs they have monopolies on areas. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like, hey, your neighborhood has Comcast. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, the yeah, service yeah. that you're getting. And also, I wouldn't they, your necessarily yeah, trust the VPN. They're like, fucking over people in New York all the time with that, right? Like, yeah. yeah and like, Time Warner and Comcast will like make deals to yeah. like, okay, I get this neighborhood, you get that. Neighborhood. And that's and that's so the thing. There, there isn't competition. A VPN <laughs> is just an additional layer where you can say like, hey, well, I don't know if I can trust my ISP, so I'm just adding this. I don't know if I can trust the VPN company necessarily. No, um, because they could also be Facebook-owned by stealth. Yeah, I was going to say. But one thing that you can do if you really are paranoid, and it's actually 10 minutes of effort. There's a service that, ironically, uh, Alphabet announced last year, not Google, to be clear, oh, interesting. Uh, called Outline. And it's actually designed for journalists. It's a five-minute, one-click VPN that you install on a server in the cloud for $5 a month. Oh. Um, and it's like really beautiful. It's very simple. It works on your phone, all that kind of thing. And if you're really worried, you should use something like that instead. So, Interesting. I only discovered this recently. Outline. It's a, oh. a jigsaw product, which is a security company owned by Alphabet. Can you put it in the uh, well, show notes? There's another one that they have called Infra, I think it is. And that one does uh, checks to see if any apps on your phone are trying to spy on you or do malicious DNS. Wow. I, yeah. I learned a lot today. I, I, if you, We could do an episode about security sometime, but um, from the guy who runs an ad blocker on his router. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so not good news today. Well, look, it's, <laughs> I, I think actually we should do a security episode and just talk about like what level of exposure people are willing to take. Like, I have different levels from both of you, and I think yeah. it's funny because people worry about different threats as well. Like, there's different. It's not super safe to talk on the internet about what your security setup That's is like. That's exactly why I wouldn't say the right. names of any of my. What if I lied? What if I was like, I use LastPass? I use, <laughs> I use Onavo. I love it, by the way. Um, LastPass, nay. No, nay. just like my favorite uh, I don't use that thanks, thing about security that I learned is just like it's a spectrum and on one end yes. is convenience, on the other end is security. So, hey, you want to them not to know where you are? Live in a trailer in the woods. Yeah. Is that convenient? No. So, maybe, like, maybe you need it. And, that, yeah, and everything in between. It's like I could have all my passwords the same password. That's convenient for me. But it's not very secure. Convenient for hackers also. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It should be better at this, actually. But I mean, here's the, I, the the level I'm at now is I use an email address for every service. Like, because so much shit got hacked in the last few yeah. years of mine. I Now, I remember last okay, year I got sense. hacked on Plex. So what I do 
this is, I'm not revealing anything interesting, but if I would sign up for a service, I would actually generate a new email address for that. And what you can see is who's selling your information yeah. to other people. And often, I found out I got hacked at Plex by getting emails from Plex at Charged, which I no longer use, uh, from like people who were like demanding Bitcoins. Oh, wow. <laughs> We're going to take all your data and hold yes, it hostage. Yes. You're like, but they have those weird emails now that's data. like, we got you on your webcam. Have you seen those emails? Yeah. It's like the new spam. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway. Uh, anyway, I think let's do a little episode about that at some point. This is why I have a little clip on my webcam. Oh, yeah. I also have one. A little flip, flip top. It's always clips. I actually stuck my webcam in a drawer. Nice. <laughs> I unplugged it. I, I will, final parting note is I actually think it's really cool. Uh, there's a few laptop companies now that include webcam shutters in the hardware. Yeah, we joke about the viewing angle, the the ones where it's built into the keyboard and it like pops up. Yo, it can be but closed like, though. It rules. It's closed. Yeah. yeah uh, the Lenovo now has a shutter built in. It's a little flick switch. It's cool. I would actually, you know, if if someone is like, this is a computer, it doesn't have a camera. <laughs> You'd be like, that's great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it's like when the Home Hub came out, it's like Google's like, hey. And then Portal came out two days later. Like, yeah, three cameras. Like, it will watch everything in your kitchen. You're like, oh, God. It comes with a pl- plastic clip. So you oh, God. I, I want to <laughs> ask Frederick a question about the cell phone tracking thing. Okay. So this is a U.S. problem, it seems. But, like, there there are stricter regulations here, but it's conceivable it happens here. Yeah, for sure. Right? But, um, different, though. Like, I, I don't think... It would be that easy to get access to it, maybe yes. You... Like twelve dollar access. Yeah. yeah. So... You'd have to pay ideal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a Dutch service for payments. I think it's very convenient. Some people think otherwise. Um or do you like it? Are we talking about ideal? Yes. I've become uh in love with it over time, but the banking system's so hard to it get into here yeah, yeah okay. took me months of living here to get a bank account which is great if you're thinking of the use case of an american trying to track you here in the netherlands right <laughs> don't worry ing is bulk selling your data anyway so yeah i don't know i, I think <laughs> it's is gonna just put it online yeah, yeah. yeah. i think it's a, it's a very office, yeah. very very hard topic because uh yeah ex- exactly like all your data is online if you have your own business here in the netherlands so some things are harder to maybe get uh a grip on but like if your address is published on the internet next to your social security number you can like i mean i see a lot of things there that are maybe even worse than the idea of someone tracking me on my phone right right just gonna throw it out there that if you like five years ago still if you would buy them any domain name you had to put your address on the internet as well it's like the dumbest shit you're buying an internet website and you could look up the address of anybody yeah, I'm looking forward to the internet growing up a bit more and it's people happening, taking care of, of uh, privacy. It was interesting. I saw this tweet. Um, someone was like, the internet growing up is basically a process of like 80 years and we're only 30 years in. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but we just talked about last year of like the the bad part of the internet growing up, losing all the cool stuff. Mm. Like yeah. everybody having their own self-hosted blogs mm. and how it's all like companies trying to make money on your internet usage. Yeah. So there's pros and cons to this. Sure, but I, I yeah. would I would love to see like there's a lot of things that aren't possible right now because 
legacy in mm. big companies. Banks, I mean, is a great example. But yeah. yeah, I mean, they are still running on COBOL shit. Like, it doesn't really make sense. <laughs> it's true. A hey, lot kids, of if you want a are... good, ex- like, nice money career, study COBOL. You'll <laughs> hit yourself. ATMs. But... Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, you know, I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's funny because I feel good as well, like about the state of things. Like CES dying kind of gives me pleasure that like maybe we'll move on to something else that's like not this like yearly shit. Yeah, I'm just really happy to see that most things I saw about CES were outraged about the fact that uh, the that company their award got like taken away. Yeah. And I also love that we're all asking questions. Yeah. Um, about this topic as well, and why are women uh, and minorities still shut out of these things? I mean, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And um, I think a lot of people maybe sometimes forget about this as well. So I think it's a it's a good day for that actually. And yeah. mm. um, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing the CEO of CES leave and yeah. shut down the whole thing. If, it, if, it, if CES dies on a sex toy for women, that's fine by me. Like, yeah, I would love that. <laughs> that the there, is, final... there, is no, there is no room for a person like that um, in yeah. a position like that. I mean, there's room for everyone, but like, yeah, it doesn't make sense to take away something that is very important for a lot of people uh, yeah. for reasons that don't make sense. And it's I, just, I think the thing is like, if you're going to have a stance, take the stance, but like have a fucking stance. Yeah, like, don't, don't like... Apply it when you feel like it. Yeah. And, and take, like, also, indeed, just be real about it and then say, like, sorry, this is not yeah. the thing that we At do. At least Apple was like, oh, sorry, dicks aren't allowed here, and that's it. Like, it's very clear why stuff gets removed from the Apple store for that reason, at least. Yeah. Um, but this was, like, very, like, no, the award is gone. Why? Don't know. Women won it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think um, whatever does replace CES, the, like, better for future version... I hope it's also not based in San Francisco. I just honestly don't know if we should replace it. <laughs> well, that's fair. Maybe yeah. maybe something cool where it's all indie creators, but yeah, hardware, make a you know. Maybe maybe it can be, like, in a different part of the world or something. I yeah, want to see Simone Gietch, like. the shitty robot girl, run yes. the next Yeah, thing. she should have a... From fa- Sweden. She should... She she's making weird shit. Do, like, her... Like, a hardware version of XOXO. Yes. Oh, my God. I would pay so much money to go to that. Yeah. Anyway, if we'll put me, the link to yeah, like and Mandy, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Any of you? <laughs> On that note, let's uh, we'll we'll wrap it up there. This was I love the like ranty uh, privacy stuff at the end. It's perfect. But if you want to join <laughs> the conversation, uh, yeah, um, please like jump into Discord and like tell us like what your levels of expectations are. Are you willing to sell your debt? Like, I'm very curious if anybody else even cares about this shit, to be honest. I don't think so. And we don't either because we're we're still using our phones. And I don't think this is a big enough reason for anyone to stop using their phones. They're like, meh. Or maybe I don't have anything ooh, to hide. Maybe ooh. it's a reason to have a different operating system. One, one quick question. Oh my god, I'm excited. One quick question. Okay, so I have a US phone with a US phone number and they can track my data and information. What happens when I cross a border... Can they still? Uh, you're a U.S. subject. I think because the carriers are different. It's, you it's still roaming to on AT and T, though. It's the it still routes through their network underneath. Like that's how roaming works. Ooh. So, so there's your answer. Maybe a, a non-U.S. government should get involved here. Or if Do you are a U.S. person a and you're like kind of weirded out about this, you can get like a European phone and a European. Ooh. Get a SIM card from Europe. 
And then you'll be Yeah, fine. The, it's too expensive. Come and tell us on Discord if we're wrong. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's too, too expensive. expensive. It's not going to work. Okay, show notes at chargepodcast.com. Hello at chargepodcast.com for email rants. Yay. Uh, other than that, <laughs> yay. Thank you for listening. If you like this, please just share it with somebody or re- leave a review. Also useful for us to know that you listened. Otherwise, just like thank you for making it this far in. <laughs> um, and we'll see you next week. Bye, Biscuits. Bye, Biscuits. A lot of I think people would love it. Too. Coolio, coolio, okay. very coolio. Let's do tech under the hood. Okie dokie, internet. Tech under your hoods. Hi <laughs> biscuit. Oh, I love that. Okay, here we go. Hi biscuits. Hello. <laughs> Privacy. Private. Okay. <laughs> lads, lads. Okay, I'm done.